that was Diego Mena's new song on his album dropping soon. I feel like a radio host right now. <laughs> um, how you doing, bro? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great, man. How's your summer rolling? It's been nice. It's I've been working lately. Um, I've been coaching soccer. Oh, okay. uh, I've been coaching little kids for like for two years already. Actually, um, they they're like age four through nineteen. Also, oh, it's a pretty yeah, it's pretty wide big. range. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a league. It's like a personal soccer training. So okay. Oh, uh, like I don't know if you want personal training, you mm-hmm. go to us. We're not like a club though, so we just help you on whatever you need to work on to become oh, a better soccer okay, player. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I got that. Well, we are here to discuss Diego's music. He's been doing it for now two years. Well, I started recording covers around my junior year. End of junior year. End of junior year of high school. And now I guess we're going up to sophomore year in college. College, yeah. So that's... Yep. That is two years. I remember you hitting me up like two years ago about the cover. It was the Imagine Mm -hmm. cover. Actually, the first cover I ever released was with you. Um... We were, I, I recorded uh, Imagine. Imagine, right. John Lennon. And, then I and you helped me come up with the video and, mm-hmm. and everything and a couple friends of yours right. know, put some work in A compilation too. video, yeah. Exactly. That was really fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also kind of painful because like you have to find like random clips off the, off the yeah. internet, right? Because I was looking through our clips and I'm like, what can we use? And at that mm-hmm. time, we didn't have as much footage uh-huh. um, compiled, so... Which just go off random clips off the internet and glue it together and see and which to, ones like, will fit. Put the, the links of it because and at the end put the links in the that. description so we yeah. wouldn't get any copyright notice. Hopefully, I remember. Um, that. And I remember I rewatched it actually two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and like it still holds up. I still like it. It's still like I think a Same. good beginning for um what's going on now. Mm-hmm. So before we kicked off all of this, we had a discussion a little over again two years ago around that time. Mm-hmm where you said that not that many people knew about your passion for singing and making music. Was there a reason that you kind of kept that hidden from people for a while? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, I've always liked music ever since I was little. Like, when I lived in Mexico, I would always ride horses with, like, my dad and like, my brother, and I would just whistle, like, like music, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd just be sitting in the horse whistling music, and well, when I got here, like, my dad has a past with music. That's why like, mm-hmm. I got into that. But I never, like really showed off my music talent because I like it wasn't like I wasn't but when did you know something you had around junior high okay not to be not to be weird but um when I started listening to Justin Bieber like I started like hearing his music I like this music a lot of people like can be controversial about saying like Justin Bieber you know right uh, I got you yeah um but I started liking his music and I would be singing like I'd be with friends who like would listen to the same thing and I'd just be singing their songs. They're like, hey, you have a good voice and, and all this and that. But like ever since I got to high school, probably I started just showing my right. talent. So, I mean, do you think that there's such a thing as a bad music taste? Because you just talked about liking Justin Bieber and how other people don't like about it. Um, I like I, him. Well, actually, I think there's not there's not such a thing as bad music taste because ev- mm-hmm. like every music is unique to like everyone you know if you made right. if you made that like let's say i made a song that someone says is bad you know mm-hmm. like i made that and i think it's like you know my work of art i think any music is good to be i honest. mean there's also a distinction between listening to that song and realizing no this quality is just not good right mm-hmm. versus i think a type of music because i genuinely also feel like some people like funk. Some people like mm-hmm. pop, right? Some people still like. Well, yeah, but that's just a, a genre that's a taste. Exactly. Right? 
So that's why some if, people like salmon, some people don't. But mm-hmm. isn't does that mean salmon is bad? No. No. Exactly. I like salmon actually. Exactly. <laughs> so where was kind of the point where you told yourself that this is what I wanted to do? I'm gonna go hardcore. I'm gonna go completely in. Okay, so my friend Herman Avila, uh, he has a friend that has a studio right now. His name is Josh, um, aka Washi Boomin, and he took me there because he would DJ there. He would actually like just work on his music because he was a DJ back then. He would mix music and mm-hmm. you know make all that. And he told me about it because he heard me sing before because we were friends and at, the, at my house I would be singing sometimes and he knew my passion for music because I love music like ever since and he took me and I recorded the first song I recorded was with you Chris Brown and there was a couple a, a, Wait, was that the first song like ever ever recorded yeah ever so it recorded. wasn't Imagine it was just like a trial no uh huh okay it was a trial I never posted it mm-hmm. I have it on my phone but I never posted it okay or anything it's just there you know. Um, cause I personally didn't like it. I really don't like my, like a bunch of things that I do, but I think that's, could be a common thing. Cause I was talking to, uh, Joel mm-hmm. incendium fire mm-hmm. a year ago <laughs> and shout out. he was also talking about the fact that like, he doesn't like hearing his voice. Yeah. And... For you guys, this, the thing is you got to get used to it whenever you like right now, uh, you've been doing podcasts and stuff, hearing your voice sometimes at the beginning sounds weird. Right. And you're like, eh, I mean. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely strange. It's just in general, hearing and watching your own content kind of makes you mm-hmm. like uneasy. Exactly. Because A, you're like, will this person like it, right? Exactly. You if, think about other people's opinions, mm-hmm. which sometimes you just get used to and over with. Right. If you really know that you have a talent for that, then... You, you know, just got to go through exactly. it, right? So that's where you were just like... Mm-hmm. I, I started seeing that a couple of friends were like, hey, you have a good voice. And like they started complimenting me. And I was like, all right, then I'll... I'll just, I don't know, I'll try another song. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't remember what the other song was. It was it's probably a Justin Bieber one called Nothing Like Us, right? And that one was amazing too. I have it on my phone. Um, I shared I shared it to my friends because they knew I like. Well, I started posting videos on Snapchat that I was in a studio, and they were like, "Oh, you sing this and that," right. and it was just questions and top questions about if I sing and stuff. And I just sent out the songs. Yeah, I, I sing here. You mm-hmm. want to hear it? And then people just started liking it. And yeah. So do you take vocal lessons? I, I've never took lo- vocal lessons except one time, which was last year before I even started like you know writing my own music. Right. Um, well, first I was in choir in fifth grade. I don't think that would be helpful though. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I took. I think lessons. I was in choir in fifth grade also. Yeah, I took yeah. lessons for like three weeks. After that, my like my vocal coach got uh, sick and stuff, so like he couldn't teach me anymore. Was that was this in fifth grade? No, or? no, no. This was. Um, senior year. Okay. Senior okay. year went like around winter, and mm-hmm. I was start. I started taking vocal classes. I was actually gonna perform somewhere, but then since he got sick, like I just didn't care about it anymore. And did I've the lessons done. help you? The thing is, they they did because it's like, it's like a warm up to your like vocals. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't just come like wake out of bed and, and sing like a, a song. You know, you gotta warm up your voice, and that's what I started like seeing. My voice started being like like better pitch and like i don't know it was just better um by taking those classes i i really think i should take them again though. are you just are you still trying to better your voice? yeah okay. of course my voice right now i would say is just like i don't know how to explain it. it's not it's not um developed i guess it's it could be better though that's what okay. i think i mean that's always good to have perspective because a lot of the times people go into doing something like this so early mm-hmm. and then they 
can they feel like they have it already mm-hmm. and they have no room for improvement and that's where things kind of go you know mm-hmm. downhill because i've seen that happen to a lot of people where it's just mm-hmm. like this level of i think clout mm-hmm. gets to their head that oh everybody's listening to my Sorry. music and stuff like that and then all of a sudden you think you've already done it mm-hmm. when in reality there's you so haven't. much to improve exactly. right so where was the transition between going doing covers because i remember for the longest time you were doing covers yeah. i think actually was it only six months or? yeah it was actually it, it was a pretty long time though actually i would say a year okay um because i i did a lot of covers i did like probably up to 30 so were you doing 15. that to kind of practice before getting well, to I, actual well work? at that time i just didn't know how to um how to like write music i guess i wasn't very much inspired mm-hmm. but i knew it was something i had to do in, in the future I first I was just lazy I didn't want to write music mm-hmm. um, and I knew covers was just an easy way to like get my voice out and stuff but when was the point that I reached um, the transition yeah where that? was that transition and what made you like like you just said you were kind of lazy what get, got you out of that so when I started doing covers um, I started singing and I, I just tried copying that artist all the time like let's mm-hmm. say I, I did Justin Bieber um, so is Justin covers. Bieber like one of your main inspirations yeah I guess he like I like I liked all of his work. Okay. I know like a bunch of his songs. Um as well as Chris Brown, like they all have really good voice. Um what about like the material in terms of um their lyrics and what their their the lyrics they're Well yeah, um for this one album that just we were made, Believe, um, I would say it was like portrayed to Selena because they were together at that time. Um was this like twenty this was like twelve. When we were in probably sixth grade. So that's 2012. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Around there. And I would see that he, well, this song, Be Alright, um, he wrote it uh, for Selena mm-hmm. when they were apart from each other because he had a tour and everything. And that kind of inspired me because um, I saw, hey, like this guy's like writing music to this girl he's he's in love with. If you're referencing them, are they an influence on the way you write music? No, not really. Um, I try to do. I try to be unique in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, I switched. I switched from from covers to original because I, I wanted to be more original than, right. than just copying a certain artist like Justin Bieber, Bruno Mars, whatever. You know, I want to be my my unique um, voice and music style. So the covers were kind of like a comfort zone. Yeah, and I think is it hard to get out of your comfort zone? To get out? Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone can say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy to get out of it. But once you get, I guess, it's just... What got um, you out of it then? Putting more work out and, mm-hmm. and being more confident to myself. You got to be confident in yourself before, you know, all that. Because from all those covers, like, it built my confidence. From everyone telling me, hey, you're doing good. I like this. I like that. You have a good voice. And then I was like, let's see what I can do with, like, with my talent. Like, forget about what Justin Bieber wrote. Forget what about Bruno Mars wrote, about Stevie Wonder, you know? Right. Um, let's, let's try to see, like, what I can do. And, well, the first song I ever wrote was Disculpa Me. It's in, it's in Spanish. Mm-hmm. That was also your first music video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you actually helped me on. Um, and Abrar. And Abrar and Carolina. And Carolina, That yeah. was almost a year ago also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And I'm proud of that. Um, but yeah, that was the first song I wrote, um, originally. And in that case, what does your music tend to reflect in terms of 
I think a personal level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I this this is a difference in in how other people make music and like rappers usually talk about you know their their hard life at the beginning and drugs and and you know violence I guess in my in my case like I never had a violent past or mm-hmm. you know a, a drug past or whatever you know um, so I really can't talk about all that. I talk about what I've what I've known and what I lived through, right. as in like, I'm, like I guess, the only way I could like reflect my feelings off instead of like just telling them someone is writing music about love, mm-hmm. um, and happiness mostly. It's not just about love; just about being happy and you know doing you. And I I guess I was in love back then. Um, Are you not in love anymore? Not right now. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. Okay, but, I, I, the, the way you said it was like I don't love anymore. <laughs> no, I don't do love. No, I guess I was in love back then, and that's what like you know I had to like express my emotion in one way. Right. And I and I wrote that song, and they all my songs have certain meaning and and certain things that I've done in the past and stuff. Okay. But yeah. So then, if you're talking about, you know, certain singles having a certain meaning, right? What is fantasy about in general? Why is it called fantasy in the first place? Okay, so fantasia, like I said, means fantasy. Um, this whole like journey of me writing music and you know putting my stuff out there and people liking it—that's a fantasy. I didn't. I've never like. If you talk to me four years ago, five years ago, I didn't never expect that I'd be a singer, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I quote like a singer, <laughs> but um, but it's been crazy. Like I've been performing like different places. I've been writing my own music. People have been wanting to collab with me. You got and over a me. thousand listens on Spotify, right? Uh, more than a thousand, yeah. Right. And that's insane. Like like that's a fantasy. Like I'm saying, um, and yeah, like I, I I would personally like whenever I hear my music, sometimes I'm like how did I write this? You know, like, how did I do this? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, Is it in terms of how did I... Like, how did I get here? How did I get here? Okay. Exactly. So how was this made? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, were there any influences that, like, helped you, in a sense, get here in the first place? Because I think... As in, like, friend-wise? Friend-wise, so, family, right? Yeah, okay, so... To start off, my dad for sure. Um, I was about to ask, how big of an influence was your dad on your music? So my dad was, um, he was, a, he was a rock star when he was around his twenties, like early a legitimate, 20s. like legit. Rock he would, star. yeah, he wow. would, he recorded his own disc at record label, and and people uh, would purchase. He would perform somewhere else Dang. in Mexico, mm-hmm. Mexico City. His band was called Espacios Invadidos. It means space invaded. <laughs> space okay. is invaded. Um, and he did that for a couple years after he, he had, he just started his business. He he was just focused more on like, you know, becoming a dad mostly. Mm -hmm. And throughout the years, he found a a friend, uh, that was actually a, a, um, a very, uh, movie director. And he was one of his friends in, uh, high school. Right. Because he went to military school in San Antonio. And so then they called him, and his the director's mom was actually a, a famous singer called uh, La India Maria, and she was very known in Mexico. Um, mm. And she called my dad to to sing uh, and perform mariachi charro style music, and they toured the U.S. They toured Mexico um, around the nineteen ninety four, ninety three, probably. Wait, so your dad and the entire yeah, yeah. wow, so this is 
This is before. Yeah, before I was born. He he had my sister, I think, around that time. Okay. My sister would go to his concerts and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so cool. Uh huh. And from that, well, that was the first influence. Like ever since I was like, like I said, I'd be whistling in in the, in the horse. Meanwhile, I was with my dad and brother. Um, and I would get school. I got into a uh, band junior high. What'd you play? I played the trumpet. I played the trumpet also. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, I was in choir. Um, but ever since, um, one of the the biggest one that I guess impacted me was, uh, my friend Herman, because mm-hmm. he's the one who got me like into the studio and writing my own so stuff. So he kind of pushed you and for he, it. He, and he would always be telling and motivating me that, yeah, right. dude, you can do this. Like you have an amazing talent, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let's see what I can do. And mostly everyone, you, me, even you, like Neil Potness did something in, in, in the, <laughs> In the history of what became to to be Diego Mena, you know, yeah. um, you helped me out. Like I said, you were the first person who I like, you know, uh, Hit put put a song out. You right. know, you helped me put Imagine out, and without you, I wouldn't probably even started this. So that's that's pretty good thing. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's another thing is, I think you just I think I, I mean this is just for like. This is for me also, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes came to uh, doing my own thing with like making videos, you have to kind of have a push. A for, support like, group. A support group. Yeah. I know for you it was Herman. For mm-hmm. me it was um was actually my science teacher in seventh grade, mm-hmm. and basically what happened was I made a video, a CPR video, right, with uh, my friends. It was for a school project, right, mm-hmm. and. You know, we edited it together, and basically, I remember watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a mess, right? Mm-hmm. And then, it was actually, like, we show it, right? And we get more than, like, we need. Like, we legit, like, in the entire class, we're the only ones to get, like, 110. Mm-hmm. And the teacher loved it so much, to the point where that entire week, he showed it to all his classes, he sent it to other teachers, right, mm-hmm. to show their students. And I think that sense of... um I think that idea that people are watching something that you made mm-hmm. and reacting to it, or in exactly. your case, listening mm-hmm. to it, that's something that to motivates this day, you, it yes. motivates me, exactly. like me, and that's like the reason why I think I, or probably you, do these types of things, but you, I think it's it's crucial that you have a push, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, again, for me, it was Mr. Smith, mm-hmm. um, for you, it was Herman and your dad, right? I think they, in a the sense, are the real heroes i would say in kind of this creative process yeah. they're like the, the for, for the everyone ignite. i think everyone they're, they're the ignition to the to the fire that is now you know mm-hmm. and of course I'm not saying like oh like i'm i'm doing this i'm you know i'm big or like that mm-hmm. but i'm saying along the lines i think every talent every creative mind has that push and that push should get the credit that it you know that they deserve mm-hmm. so were there any other family members that had an influence or any friends beyond um, as friends, I've well, my close friends from high school. Because I know you have a pretty big support group. You always got people like promoting yeah. your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I would say is Josh too. Um, Josh, Josh Novasad, mm-hmm. the one I go record to. Washi Boomin, shout out, Washi Boomin. Um, he he actually like helped me. He he just always told me like, hey man, like you're amazing. He would record me and put it on, put him 
put me on his Snapchat and people would swipe up and be like, hey, who is he? And like, mm -hmm. from just seeing that, I was like, okay, then I, I do have something to like keep going, you know? Wow. So where's your mind at right now? Are you dropping this EP and then taking a breather or do you have the next step planned out? Um, I, I have been writing more music that's not in the EP. Um, I just first like my main my main focus right now is just getting the EP out, mm -hmm. which should be out by two weeks, okay. hopefully June fourteen if not June twenty. But there's a problem with music distribution. Right? right, right. Yeah, and well for now like I just been, I just want to keep putting more content out. Mm -hmm. You know, my I really don't want to do another music video for another song. Right. For any any song, mm -hmm. you know, um, and yeah. Do you have a particular writing process? Because I remember talking to you about yeah. a couple of months ago, right? Mm -hmm. What's your writing process in a sense? Like, why does that writing process work for you? Do, why do you think it works for you? Okay, so sometimes when I, like, a beat, the beat you hear, you hear, I guess, has, like, its own meaning, you know? If it's a fast upbeat, you know, obviously it's not about being sad. It's not about being, you know crying or whatever but what do you mean by that as in like if it's right like that's not gonna be a sad i guess it just depends on oh like, you, you judge the tone based yeah on the genre okay. of the beat i guess you know okay. so if it's like a trap beat i'm not gonna make it about i mean i could make it about being sad and all I that i mean some people do that sometimes sometimes they have a really like like pumped up kids mm -hmm. it's about something incredibly dark right except the beats pretty um upbeat yeah to the point where once you start listening to the actual lyrics you mm -hmm. realize how dark of a song that mm -hmm. is is that something you do one day or like well, kind I, of confuse I just people i try to hear the lyrics first and and try to to think of a situation in my life that i could write those lyrics to as in like if i was ever if i was ever heartbroken or if, I, if i'm i don't know happy or whatever um usually i just first find a beat and then write the music Write the okay. lyrics. So the beat's kind of an inspiration and yeah. a push that puts you into that mood. Not every beat is the best beat, but I try to choose good ones. Okay, okay. So do you have people sending you beats? Yeah, well, Joel, mm -hmm. um, he, you introduced me to him. Um, I think he's, he's pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty raw, yeah. Um, first, I started just picking uh, beats from YouTube and stuff. I didn't really have the connections and the producers of that, mm -hmm. um, and it's just a lot of money. You but you got them in. pretty fast, I feel like. Yeah, but like to my genre, I I usually make reggaeton music, which okay. is like that Spanish music that not a lot of people make. That's hard to find. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I mean, anyone can just put a beat, you know, like have a beat ready. I can even like I've made beats before. They're not the best, obviously, because I've never used them. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, I guess. Didn't you find a producer that you liked, and then something occurred? Yeah, so I'm not gonna say a name, but of course, yeah. Um, he, that person was just um, like very all talk. He he would say this like he would say that he'll be sending me this certain type of thing at a certain time, like a certain point, and he I would have to beg, you know, to to get for him to send me that, and mm -hmm. it was just like non consistent, you know, it wasn't helping me. But isn't that um, isn't that a lot? like how the industry could play out how the music industry if you were to get bigger right because remember at a certain point there was something that occurred to the music video right and you paid a certain amount of money 
and you have to pay more. Yeah, so to get more footage that you already shot. Yeah, so that, that kind of business that it's just the and way they have to does, call you up the basically way he, tell you the way he did go. business yeah. was just bad. Um, if you pay for a product, you want that product to be you know how you want it. And what I paid for was not what I wanted. It was mm-hmm. just what he wanted and what he could give me. You know. And then that's the music video we did. And then that's why we yeah. Right. And then that's why we did a okay. music video. So is that a would you say this has been a good um training not just for in terms of writing music and practicing vocals, but also dealing with certain types of people. Is that also a good training for how it could play out in the music industry? Um, well, some other friend that apparently told me that, you know, Interscope Records was, okay. you know, interested. Um, but I'm like, I'm never, I'm never for real until I see it or, or until it's come to me, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to hear that the, the best record label was looking for me. If I have, if they haven't talked to me, you know. Right. Has this, in general, been a good, I think, practice in terms of meeting people, talking to people, sometimes getting screwed over for um, dealing with um, or approaching the music industry? And has it, in a way, made you smarter? It has because now I know how people think and how, how they work and how selfish one could be. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't, I mean, usually I can find it real quick as soon as I'm, I'm talking to them. But you, you'll never you know until you get screwed over, you know. But you try to you try to minimize that too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So the drop is gonna be around June twentieth and June fourteenth. Yeah, right? around so around that time. Two. Hopefully, okay. um, it could be uh, reviewed by you know all the stores, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, mm-hmm. Tidal, and all those. Um, but until then, I'll be I'll be letting people know if it's out or not. So how are you feeling right now about the product? about the album I'm the actually I'm, I'm very excited actually um, I've been showing a couple people like the songs that are gonna be in there and they all like loved it more than like 80% you know like mm-hmm. it was like dude 100% this song is like amazing mm-hmm. um, I do think there's one song that I'm not really um, into and not really 100% about did you send me that one no okay um, but I really didn't like that way how that came out but it's um, still on the album but it's still gonna be in the EP um, you know, there's always going to be a bad song yeah. in your career, you know, in your in your work. Um, but it's just my opinion. Maybe to you it could be the best song. Is the album telling a story? Because sometimes you have um, albums that kind of chronologically tell stories. You're telling a story? Um, it tells a story, I guess, just a song. Not, you know, like... Within the song. It within the song, okay. yeah. So the album, I guess, really doesn't. Mm-hmm. But the songs do. Um, well, I guess the album name. Not, you know... The album name doesn't tell the story, but the songs in the album do. Um, they all have a specific story, and yeah. So, this is—I just realized this has been kind of a year in the making. Because remember vlogging with you uh, last year in July, mm-hmm. and you were talking then about dropping an album, mm-hmm. right? About around that time. Why did it take so long? Like, why is there such like a long delay? Okay, so I told you this about July. Right? Yeah, you told me this in July. So throughout there, and I've just been in school, and I've been trying to focus on school. Mm-hmm. Um, paying for all the, for you know for all that recording time, uh, the beat time, like it's just been like a lot, a lot of money you have to put into that. And at this age, as a nineteen year old, I I don't have uh, like that much money to like you know financially to be putting all that mm-hmm. into into like studio time and all that, but. I, I just also just didn't want to put any song out, you know. Um, I have a couple I have a couple songs that are in the EP that um, that y'all have heard, 
mm-hmm. but they're not out in stores. Um, and, I, and you know, the songs that are like special to are me. Are you putting a price on it? On on the album, or is it free to listen, free to download? It you could it's if you have Spotify, Apple Music, you could you could um you know hear it. Right. If you want to go to iTunes and buy it, that's perfect. So you do have yeah, a price on for it. sale. Okay, cool, cool. When you played the trumpet, right? Mm-hmm. You also played the piano. Right? Yeah. I remember. I think freshman year or was it sophomore year? Your brother, Fernando, mm-hmm. he was Snapchatting. I think it was on a story, right? Mm-hmm. And you're playing playing the piano. Yeah. And he was. I think his. Uh, I think the title of the caption was. When the heck did this man start playing piano? Right? Yeah, was it kind of also a surprise to your family? It was because I I never learned piano like note wise. I I learned how to play the piano just uh, with my listening to music. You know, I could do it with like sound. Mm-hmm. Um, if you tell me to play, I don't know, uh, name a song. The school but me. I could play that in the piano by just I wouldn't say professionally as in like boom you know but like, you know but I know exactly so okay. I know I know the sounds of it and I know the keys and I could play with it around right. so that's when I started like just playing I still have my apartment because I live in an apartment now I have my piano there sometimes I just be playing there okay by so sound all of this has come together to like mm-hmm. where it's now right do you think you know this is something you're gonna be doing for a while or is there kind of a limit well how how i think is that i i think i could go far with this um i'm, I'm confident with that um, okay that's good i mean i think that's something any person I, as of right now i'm not i'm not trying to focus on on thinking that i will be that okay in the future because i always need a backup plan i'm obviously but the confidence still is still important yeah i'm still right. in school i'm still you know doing my thing mm-hmm. i'm not gonna School's no, still a focus. Exactly. Okay. So I'm not just going to leave school to, to do this dream I have, even though it's good sometimes. I mean, you're still that. living the dream. Exactly. So I can do both, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like, I, I do think I have the, the, you know, the talent and all that to, to become a professional. professional right. Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of time and see, you know, what happens. That's why I'm excited for this album, because this album could take, you know, Mm-hmm. I think I have the same quality as any professional reggaeton artist. Like at this at this at, moment, I, you think that. like I'm certain that I am. But didn't you just previously say that you feel like your voice is something you should be exactly? It's not there yet. You, exactly. But if I have that confidence, as in like, let's say I don't know, you know Prince Royce. Say I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that dude is like his voice is amazing. He's been right. he's been he's been you know working on it ever since he was young. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm talking about style of music, you know. My style of music, as in the Spanish, Latin industry-wise, um, it's it could be, bro. If you, if you heard my my music right now on the radio, oh, I know Prince Royce. Yes. See, I recognize the faces. It's not necessarily sometimes the uh-huh. name. Okay, sorry. Go back to what you were saying. So if you, if you were to hear my song right now on the radio, and mm-hmm. you didn't know it was me, right. you would think it's someone. I promise you, you would think it's someone that's um, that's famous you know and the industry and all that but do you think that's also a dangerous mindset it is to a limit because you can't be like right now like and i'll always be i'm humble i'm a humble person i'm not gonna okay. think i'm not i, mean, I'm not I know that think. about you I i'm not gonna think right. i'm the best ever because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not but you're saying you, never you believe your music's gotten to a professional quality but i believe i can do that okay so because i had talked to you earlier saying um I think this was a year again year back you said told me five years and you're done is that still 
something that's going through your head? Um, I don't know. I, I, I really like making music. Like, I guess it's just a way to, I don't know, Relax, get my feelings out. Get your feelings yeah, out. exactly. Right. Um, I guess to a point, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how to answer that. But it, I just, for now, I want to keep it going, you know? You use this platform to get your, you know, emotions out, feelings mm-hmm. out. Okay. Well, thank you, Diego. Any last words for the people? Um, yeah. <laughs> Go listen to that album, Fantasia, soon. Um, hopefully, it'll be coming out in two weeks, June 14 or June 20. Um, it'll be Spanish songs, English songs. So, yeah. For Check both, it out. For people who are bilingual, that's perfect for you. <laughs> and and yeah. um, when it drops, I will link it in the description below. Perfect. All right. You, you didn't have much for mango juice. No. <laughs> I drink water before you. You're not a fan of mango juice? I am. I'll take a sip just for you. Wait, wait, Cheers. We got a clink. Hold up. Cheers.